everyone. Welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. And Melissa, this week you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, confidence, being confident as a writer and how to be confident. And I sure would like to hear about it because that's something I definitely struggle with. I think everyone does. Right. Everyone does. I, I really do believe everyone does. And it just hit me in the last month or two that I've gained a lot of confidence in myself as a writer. And that made me think, why? Like, how? Like, what was it that made me start feeling like, oh, Please you are a writer? <laughs> so, yeah, I thought this would be helpful to talk about. Um, and I think it's important because we often talk about imposter syndrome. We talk about uh, how much rejection there is in this business, how much criticism, how much feedback, and all of that can tear at your self-confidence. But mm -hmm. one of the things that I have just been pondering in the last few months is how much the external validate validation from the right people gives you mm -hmm. confidence in yourself as a writer. So it's not blanket external validation and it's not even awards or milestones like, Oh, if I get published, if I make the New York times list, if I earn this much money, like mm -hmm. my experience and what I've seen from those around me is that that doesn't actually make you feel confident as yeah. a writer. Um, but I have found that acknowledgement, recognition, uh, encouragement from mentors, mentors taking the time out to help you develop your craft, mm -hmm. people who are willing to make introductions on your behalf, like all of mm -hmm. those little things start to give you confidence because you're like, whoa, wait, this person sees something in me that mm -hmm. I don't see and myself yet, or I don't know how to gauge. And it starts to make you think, yeah. like, oh, wait, maybe I'm doing something right. <laughs> I think the reason maybe why that's different is because then it's about you and not about your work. Because the the, the work gets rejected all the time. Yes. Right. And, and the work is constantly, even as you're writing it, right, you're constantly changing it, you're trying to fixing it, trying to, you know, mold it into the thing it is. You're always dealing with it as imperfect because when it's perfect, you're done. So I can see that that you know that's where it, it's so slippery. Whereas someone says they believe in you, like oh well, me that's that's the the static thing. That's what really matters. Mm -hmm. So I can see what that would be. Yeah, absolutely. That that investment in you and and I used to get really intimidated by people saying, oh, you have so much potential. Like that would just paralyze me, and I'd be like, well, well, then just oh, throw yeah. in the tile now because yeah, I'm never like, gonna well, live up potential. to that potential. Yeah, uh, but there is something about, uh, and maybe it's with age. I've I've just noticed that when people take the time to give me feedback, uh, mm -hmm. when they make introductions, when they share their experiences with me and are trying to teach mm -hmm. me or help me. Like, I'm like, Oh wait, like they're taking time out of their busy day or their busy schedule or their mm -hmm. life to prioritize developing me because they see me as somebody who can like step into this space and continue mm -hmm. to grow. And that's, that's huge. Yeah. And it's great when it comes from someone that, you know, that whose opinion you value. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, I can't think of anything more that I would want is, you know, the respect of people whose, whose work I admire, um, you know, cause they understand they're not just coming at it from a place of just like, well, I don't, I don't really like books like that. Or, you know, that's not really my thing. They, they know 
you know, they, they know what it is. They're, they're, they're like us. And so, yeah, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, I will say that I, so everybody knows I'm in LA. I talk, we talk about that a lot. Uh, if you don't know, I'm in LA, right. But I just finished a program, um, that the Writers Guild Foundation did, which was called the Writers Access Support Staff Training Program. Uh, and it was phenomenal. And I'm really excited uh, that I got to have this opportunity to go through the program. Now, what I will say was the, sort of the most insightful was for the last half of the program, we've had showrunners coming in and talking to our group of mm-hmm. 12, uh, 15 to 20 people um, and having that like smaller access and that like mm-hmm. off the record conversations with like multiple people. I would say there were probably seven or eight people that came in before I had this aha moment of like, wait a minute, they're all saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And they're all talking about like what we did to get in this program and why they believe in us. And like their experiences yeah. are all very similar, even though they come from different backgrounds and they're different ages. And like having that knowledge too, I feel like there's not a lot of transparency or there hasn't been in the past, especially in film and television, but also in writing Mm -hmm. of like how people make a living at writing and what it looks like to be Mm -hmm. a full-time writer and what the ups and downs are. And like you were saying, this business is all about rejection, but we don't talk about that from the external, like not external, but the outside of the industry, right? Like we put on this myth of like, it's so easy. And I just sat down and cranked out this draft and threw it (laughs) to the publisher. And it was like, whoo. No 10 rewrites here. (laughs) That's not the case. Um, And so I do think you build confidence that the more knowledge you get and the more transparency we create in this sector about talking about like what's really going on, it can help you see that like this isn't some mythical task of of writing a book. It's a real thing. And, you know, thousands of people are doing it every single day. Yeah. I think also two things that I, that I'm, from what you said that strike me is one is, is a feeling of belonging. You know, for them to be talking to you as a peer, like, well, here's what's happening. Here's my life that, that implies in that, that you, you are part of the, the group. You, you are privy to this information because we are together. We are alike. Mm-hmm. And that belonging, I mean, that's how human beings are. How we define ourselves is, is through other people. We're social creatures. And so when you're getting these signals of you belong in this group, then you start to think, oh, I belong in this group. And I think that's really, really useful. And there was another thing that I was going to say. There was. It was going to be good. <laughs> yep. Uh, what the hell was it? Anyway, carry on. I'll uh, I'll come up with it. I'll just interrupt you in a screaming panic when I finally remember what it was. <laughs> well, to the belonging point, I, I do want to uh, jump on yeah. that thought because I feel like the other two times I felt that sense was grad school, right, at Seat Hill, mm-hmm. um, where I felt like, oh, I found my people and these people understand me and, like, we can have real in-depth conversations and they see me as a writer, not this other thing that I do for full-time living. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also when I joined um, RWA, Romance Writers of America, when I started Mm -hmm. going to those monthly meetings and I was sitting at a table with people who were on the New York Times bestselling list, it was like, oh, wait, like they're telling me information. And I had that same sense of openness and transparency and I would not have published anything if I had not been a part of that organization because I wouldn't have had the confidence or the knowledge to even think about doing indie publishing. 
I thought about the other thing was, is it also in talking to those people, it kind of demystifies it and humanizes them. Mm -hmm. Like they're just people. It's not some magic wizard you know it's not some crazy it's just a person and yeah. and to say oh it just makes it a little more realistic i think to realize it's just a person and just like me i'm i'm a person and they're a person they're no better they're not the chosen one or anything it's just okay and um yeah I, I think things like that really help normalize it and can really give you more confidence so how do you get that so we're sitting here. So if I'm just sitting alone and I'm trying to write and I really need some, some help and validation and some, you know, mentorship and things like that, what, uh, what do you do? How do you get that? Cause that sounds like fun. I want one of those. Yeah. You got to find your people. I mean, you, and I think this is where I tend to love the internet and love social media because there is mm -hmm. a level of access that hasn't existed in the past to mm -hmm. actual writers and creators, right? Like you can mm -hmm. go online and follow a showrunner. You can follow your favorite, well, if they're on there, right? <laughs> but you can yeah. follow your your favorite authors. You can um, email them and they have newsletters. There's ways to get access to writers that you admire. Um, and mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with sending them an email and saying, hey, I loved your book and here's why. And I'm a writer. A lot of writers have pages of mm -hmm. like, um, or websites and they have a page on there for like aspiring authors uh, and talk mm -hmm. about their story. So I think that's one way because you can, even if you can't get access to that writer, you'll find other peers who also mm -hmm. are interested in writing that same genre or type of material and like, like you already have something in common. So like, that's a great way to start building your own network. Absolutely. Eventually, writers' conferences will happen again. I found those to be super helpful in, you know, to find, to find my people. Because you go there and everyone's kind of in the same place. Now, for me, finding the right genre was important. Sometimes I would go to a writers' conference and it would be all people who had written their memoirs, which yeah. is fine. I mean, if, that, if you're a memoirist, then you should talk to people who write memoirs. But I come in, they're going, I write science fiction. And they're like, I don't know what that is. Um, so that, that was kind of a miss. But I, I found writers' conferences to be so helpful and and when you go there at least for me i feel really energized and i come back and i write some more because again i feel like oh, okay this is this is socially normal in a way i mean not like like socially like uh, you know like the popular kids sort of socially but just like the cues in my brain that said this is what we do as a tribe uh kick in like oh, okay we will write and so things like that are really helpful anytime you can bond with other writers as long as they're dedicated to it like you are, you know, that's the important thing. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're at your level and they're at your level of dedication. Uh, and that's where like a writer's conference is nice because you know, you got in your car, you drove and you paid this money and you did this thing. Um, you're pitching agents and stuff like that. That can be really helpful. I went to one, I just made sure I wore my doctor who shirt. I think I had something on my bag that was very, you know, just like letting my flag fly. Like, hey, guys, this is me. Look, mm -hmm. I'm a nerd. And I found my people and it was great. <laughs> yeah. And the, see, I'm I'm a little bit more introverted. So I don't do I love conferences, but I usually don't meet people very well there because I can't get out of my bubble to talk to strangers. And so for me, I always have to have like a wingman or wingwoman, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. wing person <laughs> to help me. Uh, and that's a good strategy. But I also love workshops and uh, classes. So like, that's why I take mm -hmm. a lot of classes and do a lot of programs, especially because again, you get people who 
are on the same level, who are committing and paying money to do mm-hmm. a thing. Um, and you get to kind of vet people <laughs> in a way where yeah. it's like, as opposed to going and joining some random writing group that you found online, yeah. like you're meeting someone in person, you're like, they're sane, check, they feel safe, like yeah. we, like they're a decent person. And then you may also even have a, a sample of their writing. So you know what they're writing and you know yeah. if they're open to criticism and feedback or if they're going to be hogging the spotlight and just, you know. Yeah. Well, you want them to be stuff. at the same the same level too, right? Like, because otherwise the, the critique partnership kind of ends up being one-sided where if you, you're really experienced and you're working with people who aren't as experienced, you're going to be spending a lot of your time I mean, and you know, nothing wrong with being that mentor, but then you, you might not get as much back. I think, see, I that I would push back on that because nope. I think that okay. a lot of, well, one, I think it's it's important to mentor, right? And I think it's important to help develop writers um, who are coming up behind you, but also because it helps, it helps you master a skill because that's like the third stage, right? Like, it's like you... You see oh, yeah. it, you learn it, and then if you can teach it, like you really know it. And so it does help you get better at your own editing, understand how, what your process is, and then to be able to communicate it in a, a way that's helpful. Like those are really good skills to learn, um, especially if you're doing film and television, because the way you rise up in that rank is like, they just put you in charge of other people. And if you haven't learned yeah. how to do that, then you're going you're gonna to struggle a little bit. That's a really good point. I stand corrected. As long as they're cool people, that's the important yeah. part. <laughs> like, make sure they're worth your time. But uh, yeah, I think it can be a helpful thing, too. It goes both ways. Belonging, having a group, having a community around you is really critical. It, it makes such a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing is, like, you have to get comfortable being vulnerable and you have to put your work out mm-hmm. there. Right. Because there is some it's like you can be strategic about where you put your work. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean you have Mm -hmm. to go out and publish everything and allow anybody and everybody to read it. But I think in sharing your work, you will get feedback and you will get those comments of like, oh, I I do. This is really good. I mean, the first time Mm -hmm. that happened to me, I was blown away. I was like, what do you what do you mean? Like, this is just what I (laughs) And, you know, to have somebody finally say like, no, you're, this is really good. <laughs> I'm, yeah. you know, we talked about Enneagrams. I'm also a, a three. So like I thrive off of that, but <laughs> I, it was an, it was a big moment. And I think like, I remember at, at Seton Hill in my first sort of quarter or semester or whatever we called them, mm-hmm. um, I, we did the workshops, right. And the, the mm-hmm. chapters that I submitted, Everybody loved them. And it did scare the crap yeah. out of me. Like, just totally, I was like, oh, great. Now I'm never going to do anything good <laughs> for the rest yeah. of the program. But, like, people were coming up to me, like, who had heard about it and were like, oh, we read yeah. we, we read your thing because somebody else said it was really good. It was great. And I'm like, uh. But it also made me yeah. feel like I belonged and was like, oh, wait. Like, there are other people who, again, have more knowledge than me or more experience or have gone through this program longer who are saying, like, you did something. And it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Not, not to say that, you know, you don't want need people stroking your ego all the time, but a little validation, a little encouragement doesn't hurt. I, yeah. So I'm going to tell, 
my my niece i'm going to talk a little bit about this she just recently went off to college and she is a violist and she's amazing uh and she has gone to the manhattan school of music and she keeps she came back from thanksgiving and was telling me all about oh i met this this uh person we just talked about it and they like music too and then i went to this other place and they like music too and we can talk about music theory and it's not boring like in high school like people would stop you know I, I, it wouldn't listen but we listen and people go to the concerts because they want to go to the concerts they don't have i don't have to force them to go they go and i'm like and, and you know her the light in her eyes she's just you know mm-hmm. glowing because she's able to do the thing she loves with other people who love it too and it makes you know so much difference so I, you know that made me think of that and just yeah, find the people who you can talk about, you know, plotting and enneagrams and any of this other stuff that we we talk about with how you know querying and 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 all these things that your partner might not have any idea what the hell you're talking about because they just that doesn't isn't what they do, and so to have people who also understand what you do, um, it, it does it just there's something that no matter how supportive the people around you are if they're not writers there's a certain amount that they don't understand to have that community there makes a big difference it's really critical it's huge and to, it reminds me of, yeah. of some advice that that a um agent told me once when i was uh pitching and they said don't let someone who doesn't have the power to say yes tell you no and i like that stood Ooh. with me because it can, there is so much rejection. There's so much feedback. There's so much criticism. There's so many times for you yeah. to get like, this isn't good and you can't do this and all of these rules. Mm-hmm. And his point was, you listen, you need to know who to listen to because there's a lot of noise. <laughs> and the yeah. people who can say yes to you are the ones that you need to listen to first. Doesn't mean they're always it's right, really, but really like those point. are the ones that you need to like prioritize. Yeah, oh, that's a really good point. I like that very much. I love cool. this. This is such a great, uh, a, a great um, subject, right? Like to think I about because we don't do it so much, and we're always talking about why it's so hard and the insecurities and the like doubt. And yeah. so many people have doubt about their particular project. Maybe, maybe sometimes they're writing, <laughs> especially when you're in that yeah. like end of the second act, and you're like, I hate this book. I've done revisions yeah. eighty times, and it's not. I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's one thing I'm really looking forward to, you know, after this last year is being able to get conferences again. And, and like I said, just sit and complain about this. I mean, yep. this podcast has been really helpful for that um, because we're able to do it together. And hopefully you listening are kind of joining in as well. Um, a little pseudo social relationship. Um, but being able to, to talk with people and, and feel that, that connection and that community. Honestly, I would say, I would almost go so far to say is I don't think you can succeed without it. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not even a nice to have. I think it's critical. I think you need to have people around you supporting you and understanding what you're doing and who you can belong with. I think you, that's absolutely necessary. I would agree. A hundred percent. Excellent. <laughs> so your homework is find your people. And uh, report back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And in the meantime, I guess we'll just remind you that, yeah, okay, writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.